0: Have you ever said, I don't even want a large audience? And if you have, has anyone ever made you feel like that must be an automatic mindset issue that you need to address? I actually believe that there's room for all of us in the online space, even people with a genuine goal to not have a large audience, and that should be okay. On the flip side, there are some of us who say that we don't want a large audience, but we don't really know why. We've never challenged our own thinking to the point of truly understanding. And when self-awareness is shaky, we end up making decisions that don't favor us, our business, or even our clients. So today, I will talk to you, my coaches who don't want a large audience, so we can figure this out. And then I'll share with you my top three tips to have a sustainable business with a small audience. Hi, I'm your host, Ina Koveni. Every Monday, I bring you an interview with a successful online coach where we uncover their true startup story and we wrap it up with a companion episode on Thursdays. This one right here, where I teach you three things that our guest is doing very right in their business and you should start doing right now. At the moment, we are in the off season, which means that I'm out there recording all those interviews with the amazing coaches that you know and love. And so I'll be replaying some past interviews on Mondays, but I'll be here sharing with you every week on Thursdays with new content fresh out of the oven to help you continue to grow your business. And today, our focus will be on three tips to have a sustainable business even with a tiny audience. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts while you're driving your kids to and fro, you have my respect and I'm sending you a big hug because I know there's still a ton of work waiting for you at home related to your coaching and not. I've been there, my friend. You got this. Also, please head over to the review section and leave us a five-star review and say something nice. It really helps support the show. And thanks. To help others. I'm your host, Ina Coveney, six-figure entrepreneur and business coach. Listen for lessons and strategies that will turn you into the next global phenomenon. Today's episode begins now. If we're going to talk about not wanting a large audience, I feel like the first thing we need to do is to deconstruct why. So what you have heard if you have ever said this, by the way, if you have ever said, I don't even want a big audience, it's just not something that appeals to me. It's not something that I'm going for. It's, I mean, it would be nice, but it's just not my goal. It's just not my thing. If you've ever said that, then you have probably been faced with a business coach who will tell you, well, that sounds like you have a mindset issue. Tell me if that's not true right? Well, if you're saying to yourself that you don't want a big audience and that must mean that you have a lack mentality, right? That you have a lack mindset. You really got to solve that. You got to think abundantly. You got to always be wanting more and you want the big things and you want the big audience. I bet that's what you've encountered. So what I wanted to do today is kind of flip that story a little bit because the truth is just because that coach wants a big audience doesn't mean that you have to or necessarily that you have a mindset issue just because you don't want a large audience so can we break this down a little bit because i am not not going to discount the fact that for some of us we might be saying that we might be saying we don't want we don't even want a large audience simply because we don't have one and we don't want to get our hopes up right so It's not really very black or white, and you need to have the level of self-awareness to know where you land. Now, this is not something that you're going to be arguing with me about, this is not something you're gonna try to convince me of anything, this is really a conversation that needs to be happening with yourself. So what? I, where I thought we would start before I get to three ways that you can continue to have a sustainable business, a really rich and amazing business, even if you have a small audience, I really want to help you deconstruct why you don't want a large audience so that you know why, okay? So that when coaches come and tell you, oh, you have a mindset problem and you have a lack mentality, you have something to come back to them with, right? Which is like, you know, just because it's good for you doesn't mean that it's good for me kind of thing. But I need to know and you need to know that your reason for not wanting a large audience is it it comes from a a place that you have thought through, okay? And this gets into self-awareness. So let me tell you a few of the reasons that I've laid out of why you might not want a large audience. And I want you to try to self-identify. I want you to do me a favor and listen to each of these buckets. And I want you to tell me which bucket you fall into. By the way, if you have already decided that you do want a big audience and this is a goal of yours, it's something you're going to do, um, you're welcome to sit down Take a moment, I am gonna get into three ways to have a sustainable business with a small audience. So even if your goal is to have a really, really big audience, you're going to get a lot out of this episode in that tips area. But let me spend a little bit of time with those of you who have said in the past that you don't want a large audience, okay? So help me out and try to place yourself into one of these buckets. Okay, bucket number one is you don't want a large audience because you are afraid. What are you afraid of? Are you afraid that you will end up, I mean, I'm gonna tell you from from personal experience, something that I used to say, like, you know, I don't want a big audience. And my, my reason was fear. I was genuinely afraid that I would get a stalker, that I would have people coming to my house and invading my personal space, that I would um, end up kidnapped and killed. And like, like these were the thoughts that were going through my brain. I had to really sit down with myself to understand, are these rational fears? Is there a solution to these irrational fears, right? Is, is there something that I could do about them? Is it really about the audience or is it really about my fear of visibility and putting myself out there, right? So number one is fear. So if I put that out to you, how would you fill that sentence? How would you fill that blank? I am afraid of having a large audience because blank. I am afraid that if I have a large audience, I won't be able to X. I am afraid that when I get a big audience, I will no longer be able to blank. So I want you to really sit with those sentences and see if anything comes up for you. Like I said, this is not about me trying to convince you that you need to have a big audience. It's not even about you trying to convince me that you want a small audience. It's about trying to deconstruct why you have said the words, I don't want a large audience. We're just looking for awareness and understanding, okay? So you tell me, or, you know, you can put it right here in the chat if you want for anybody watching live. But mostly I just want you to sit with those questions. And if anything popped into your brain, when I was saying those sentences, write it down. If you already know in your gut, oh my God, yes, I know exactly what fear I have. Write it down and sit with it. You don't have to do anything with it; just sit with it. Okay? It's something. It now that it's in the front of your consciousness, uh, of your consciousness, is going to start affecting affecting you a little bit differently. Okay? So that's kind of bucket number one. You're scared. Why? Here's bucket number two. Bucket number two is that you are trying really hard not to set your hopes up too high. Because if you don't actually meet that goal, then you're setting yourself up for disappointment. So when you say, I don't want a large audience, what you might be actually doing is protecting yourself, is saying to yourself, secretly, it would be nice if I had a large audience, but you know what, I'm not going to set my sights so high. I'm not going to get my hopes up. I'm just going to be comfortable with what I have. I'm just going to be grateful for what I have. So that's kind of bucket number two. Are you scared of setting yourself up for failure, setting yourself up for a disappointment later? Could that be the reason why you say these words when you secretly, when you're alone, when you see other people growing their audiences, when you see other people's businesses, you think maybe that will be me one day, right? So that's bucket number two. Here's bucket number three. Have you made assumptions about what that lifestyle of somebody who has a large audience is like? Purely because you have seen other people's lifestyles, you have seen what it takes to have a large audience. You have seen that if you have a large audience, then your business is going to grow too much and you're going to end up having a team of 18 people and it's going to dilute your message, it's going to dilute your brand Right now, you should be having like hives and anxiety over managing all of that. All you wanted to do was help people. And now all of a sudden, you're managing a 20-people organization, right? This is not what I wanted. So is it that you have made those assumptions, that there, there is a lifestyle that comes with having a large audience that, number one, you didn't sign up for, number two, you didn't expect, number three, you're dead scared that that's just not going to match your personality and you're going to end up burned out anyway. So this is bucket number three. You have made assumptions about that lifestyle and they frighten the heck out of you because it's not what you signed up for. I'm going to be completely honest. I thought I had four buckets. Looks like I only had three. The way that I wrote it in the in. Behind the receipt where I wrote my notes today. Looked like I had four. But looks like I had those three. You say that you don't want to have a large audience because why? Actually, there is bucket number four. See, I'm so smart. I'm so smart that I hide it from myself. Um, There is a bucket number four. Bucket number four is that you have such a clear vision for what you want in your life, that you know that a large audience does not play a part in it. You don't even think it would be nice to have a large audience. You actively don't see the utility of a large audience. Your business, the the way that you're setting up your life is one of anonymity and you, you have zero interest. In fact, if your audience were to grow too much, you would seriously consider starting over from scratch, uh, letting go of some people in your audience, changing your niche so that it can go back down, right? And that fourth spot, I'm going to tell you right now, among coaches who are starting out, who are in the first couple years of business, that is a much more rare situation. That fourth bucket is much more rare among coaches who have, been, who have started their businesses over the past couple of years. Uh, the first three buckets, fear, afraid of getting your hopes up, having assumptions about what that lifestyle is, those are far more common. So it doesn't rule out the possibility that you've thought this through, that you've been in business for a while and that this is the lifestyle, the kind of business you want and the kind of business model that you have does not require, in fact, it would be a hindrance to have a large audience with it. Right? that would be bucket number four. So that's the first step before we keep going is really knowing for sure for yourself why do you say that you don't want a large audience and now that you understand it, you can own it, or you can change it. If you are in the first three buckets, then you can actually stop saying, I don't want a large audience. And you can start reframing that, which depending on your bucket, depending on what you decided, you can actually start telling something else to yourself that might be a little bit more productive mindset wise. Right. So I started this conversation saying, is your saying you don't want a large audience, an automatic mindset issue, lack mentality? No, it's not. It's very possible that you are in bucket number four, where you've thought this through. A large audience is just not a part of your journey and that those are decisions you've made. And if none of the other three buckets resonated with you, then you know exactly where you land. But if you are in one of the first three buckets, then it's time to start rethinking what your strategy is. And it's time to start rethinking how you're going to approach your business. So having said that, walking into this with a little bit more self-awareness now, I wanted to share with you that it is possible to have a sustainable business with a small audience. And I wanted you to know three things that you just need to know, you need to believe, and you need to be striving for in order to make that work. Okay? So why don't we start with the number one that I have for you to have a sustainable business with a small audience. And that is that you need to stop taking advice from the gurus who are helping you grow your audience. Because I know you. I know that even though you are saying, I don't want to have a large audience, you are following all of the people who are teaching how to grow an audience. And all the people who have a huge audience themselves, therefore what they teach is very much related to how they succeeded, which is through going viral, through creating mass appeal, right? You need to start finding some new gurus, people that are going to help you actually get things done, okay? To start letting go of the audience growth, at least not now. Start letting go of the audience growth dream for now and just start getting clients, which is what I talk about all the time. You can have a sustainable business. You got to start letting go of those techniques to try to grow your audience, because right now at this level that we're at, it's just a distraction. You can make very nice money without spending all your time trying to grow an audience. So it's time to listen to the right people. Okay, number one. Because you know what happens if we continue to listen to the wrong people? Comparison sets in because you get to see their success. And you get to see all the people who follow them, who are following their teachings to grow an audience. You can see their success too, and then you start to compare. But remember, if you don't want a large audience, if this is not part of your business model, then it shouldn't even matter. Then why are we in that community? So it's time to start to listen to other people who can actually help you with what you want to get done. Let's go to point number two. So if you're not looking to grow an audience, where would the clients come from? Ah, this is where networking is going to become your audience growth activity. It's not about the audience growth, and I'm using air quotes. It's about getting to know people, meeting as many people as possible who could potentially need your services. Networking is where you need to be. And if you're doing this in the online world, yes, you can go to conferences. That's more in-person networking. But if you're in the online world, it's perfectly possible to do networking, to do it very effectively. And to start getting clients with a small audience when you focus on talking to your followers, to the people who are already there, they're already listening to you. You don't even have to convince them to follow you. They're already there and you need to start coming through and get to know them. And for that, I'm just going to plug this in here because it has helped a lot of people. I have a workshop that you can go and buy right now. Go to MasterYourDMs.com. It's an entire workshop called Master Genuine Online Conversations, and it teaches you how to do networking online. So like I said, you can go to MasterYourDMs.com to go and get it, go and check it out, but it's going to help you become really good at this networking part. I just got a message from one of my clients who adopted this mindset, the mindset that I teach about or the the methods that I teach about networking online. And she told me how surprised she was that she was just talking to someone and that person started asking about her services. And she's like, oh my God, it's like, it's working. I didn't have to go and pitch them my freebie. I didn't have to go cold calling. All I had to do was A, B, C, and I was in. And she's asking me about my services. I'm like, yeah, I know because it works. So MasterYourDMs.com. And start being a master networker online in a super genuine and authentic way. I do nothing but genuine engagement in my DMs, period. There's no room for anything else. So now, what have we got so far? Number one, you got to start listening to the right people. Number two, networking is your audience growth activity. And you can definitely do that online. You just got to learn how to be genuine in your DMs. Number three of having a sustainable business, even without a large audience, is that you do need to have a process for getting clients. This is something that I call having the reliable sales engine. What that means is that you have a set of steps that you know that if you follow those steps every single time, you will get clients at the end. Sometimes you'll get more, sometimes you'll get fewer, but you always get clients when you follow these steps. That's what I call a reliable sales engine. If you don't have that yet, that's something you definitely need to develop. This is what I teach inside my programs is how to develop steps that you don't you you never wake up one day asking yourself, where is my next client going to come from? When am I going to get another referral? I teach you no You take control and you get yourself clients. You don't wait for clients. You don't hope that a reel or a TikTok will go viral. And you don't hope that people are checking your content and your offers on Instagram. You take control. So let's recap here. Okay. You want a sustainable business with a small audience? Great. Number one, you got to start listening to the right people that are going to help you accomplish your goals now. And stop listening to the audience growth people because that's just not where you are. Number two, networking is your new audience growth activity. And you gotta be really good at it. And for that, I got that amazing workshop for you at MasterYourDMS.com. And number three, you need to have a reliable sales engine. And this is what I teach inside my courses. So how does that feel? Does that feel good? I wanted to make sure, to tell you the truth, I wanted to make sure that I came into this podcast episode not making assumptions about you. But also you need to meet me halfway and not make assumptions about yourself and to always be seeking to understand yourself better. If you're telling yourself, I don't want a large audience, then that means that you got to stop doing the things that are counterproductive and you got to stop listening to people who are telling you to grow your audience because that's not where you want to be so we need a little bit more self-awareness playing into this right and i wanted to make sure that i didn't discount that that i didn't dismiss that i just want you to understand why you say what you say why you're doing what you're doing so that your business can flourish as soon as possible and i did have one more bonus note for you and that is to remember that you are the boss, that the audience size does not dictate automatically the kind of business that you're going to have. Your audience does not control your business. You do. So regardless of the size of your audience, you are the ones that determine what your lifestyle is going to be like, what the focus of your business is going to be like, how much you work, how little you work, how much money you make. It's all you. So if you got that, a sustainable business with a small audience is just around the corner for you. Thank you so much for listening. You know that part in this episode that made you go, oh, my God, I need to write that down. I want to know what that was. So go over to Instagram and find me at your engagement coach and send me a DM. I want to hear it. And if your business bestie is missing out on all of these juicy strategies, make sure to take a screenshot of the episode and share it to your stories. Remember to tag me so that I can thank you personally for all your support. I'll see you on the next episode.